1: montgomery and the former bear has given the lions the lead
2: Blue green <laughs> we are back baby we are back in a historical
3: victory for your detroit Lions, 31 3126 Comeback victory. Holy smokes, we got a lot to talk about in this one. It was ugly, (laughs) but a beautiful (laughs) ending at the end. We are just gonna get involved, but before we do, let's introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew that is here. So, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the other two. We got UJ, hello Lions fans, and Red Dog, yo, and we also got our producer Kid J here on the side, so we might get my points. But, uh, man, wow. <laughs> uh, the lions uh you know they have the win loss thing and it, there's a 98 percent chance that the bears are going to win like they, they do that in probability and historical measures and stuff um but wow i mean just this was an ugly ugly performance it Looked like the, this was like one of the worst lions games we've seen in the last like two years in the campbell era and my god i mean just <laughs> you flip it around in two and a half minutes um and I mean, Connor sent this one too to our Lions chat. No NFL team with a three plus three turnover margin, which was the Bears and 40 minutes time of possession, has ever lost the game. Teams were 48 years lost it's today. Um, golf really clicked at the end. Thank God. And the, and the yeah. know, maybe it was the hurry up uh, offense that helped him out and got him into a rhythm because he was very off. And we'll get at all that, but first, just uh, I want to throw this over to Rud Dog first. Just your reaction to the how that game ended, and I, I'd be just overjoyed. I don't know if you saw the video of Dan Campbell doing his like primal scream in the locker room. <laughs> that's how I, I think that's how everyone felt. Yeah,
1: I love it. But you know, like just if, I knew it was going to happen. I believed the whole time we were going to win that game. Never had a doubt, and uh, they proved me right. So that felt pretty great. You know, my my faith hasn't always been rewarded so much. <laughs> and so that was great. Uh, this team, I just believe in this team. I believe in what we've built, what Dan Campbell has built. I, I believe that no matter what, they're gritty and they're determined and they're, you know, they're strong and they're capable. And we're stacked. We got all the weapons we need to do what we need when we need to do it. A.K.A. JMO Williams with the deep I shot.
3: Yeah, being that soft double. I can't believe the Bears let him get behind him. Like that was the one thing they shouldn't have done is let the fall. <laughs> um,
4: well it was an interesting pattern though, because uh him and uh Amon Ra ran out together right next to each other, and I mm-hmm. think the defenders were just slightly not sure <laughs> who to cover <laughs> in that case. And uh I don't know, they they seemed to be slightly hesitant, and uh then just broke long, they couldn't keep up with him, he's too fast. And it was just, just a really that's nicely a done play. play.
3: Yeah, I mean, just the – yeah, and finally Goff makes, makes the right throw at that time. Um, he had, a again, an up-and-down game, and we'll get to that in a moment. But, uh, yeah, just that that ability, um, I like. And then the, the Bears come back. I mean, they still have a chance to run out the clock because that's what they're doing kind of throughout the game, just moving the ball, moving the ball like first down. I think that was the,
1: the beginning of their downfall, honestly.
3: Hey,
4: to put it, I'm sorry. I don't use bad language, although we do occasionally on this podcast. Um, the Bears were kind of pussies in that uh, at the I end there. Uh, they shouldn't. They were up by two scores as it was, and instead of uh, going for it on fourth down, I know they had fourth and five or fourth and six or whatever it was. And if they'd have gone, and man, they'd have buried us. Campbell, I think, in that same situation, would have just gone for it. And uh and buried the other team. Well they,
3: they also did us a favor on third and seven. They uh ran the ball like it was just like a simple yeah. counter play. They kept, kept running,
1: running up our gut.
3: Game. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I don't know. Didn't I would work. have had that ball in Field's us... hands. Yeah, and then uh, they threw throw the deep ball on third down, that gave us a free timeout, although I mean, it might have been the right choice on a good throw because Sutton was beat. <laughs> but,
4: well, see, I was uh, talking about the, the play right before they kicked their field goal.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, okay. the third down run, the third down run, right? That was yeah, part yeah. of what you're talking about. Seven at that point, I
1: thought.
4: No, they were up by nine, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, nine. nine. Oh, that's right. Chose to kick the field goal instead of going for it on fourth, like on our own, what, 30 yard line, roughly. And uh, they settled the yeah. field goal, you know, to go up by. 12. So. Which didn't change much. Didn't change much. Exactly. Whereas if they'd have kept the drive going, like they'd have got a first down, they could have probably ran the clock down where we, we wouldn't have had enough time to do what we did. So yeah,
1: I, or score a touchdown. So the we difference the coaching ahead.
4: philosophies we're witnessing here. I mean, I I'm pretty sure Campbell would have freaking gone for it. And then just one other thing I want to say about the bears at the end there, they relied on uh, fields for so much for that, most of that game. And then they just sort of at the end, didn't let them run it. Like, why <laughs> i didn't that's get where that i think either. they got
1: conservative uj i think they tried to just run the ball out and they didn't want to run fields ideally because we were making field pay a bit for his running today he got some shots on him they showed his finger bleeding real yes. good at one point like
4: it was still uh, the best I shot mean, to win though i think
1: i agree i agree but that's what i'm saying they, they went 100, conservative 104
3: yards rushing
1: and just tried to run the game out like that's why we got them to the third down at that point because it seemed like we couldn't stop them for the longest time, but then they just kept running on us.
3: Yeah, I can't believe Enough they didn't get. put the ball the ball in I I can't believe they didn't put the ball in Fields' legs. Uh, and, and that's that what I'm saying. Well, that's that, what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly
4: what I'm saying. That's
1: what we're all saying. Yeah,
4: we're all saying. Oh boy. Anyway, it's pretty good, uh, man. Uh,
3: but you know, there's something else, too, that I think Red has been alluded to for a while. Mm. You you know brought up Theo Riddick kind of in the past game. Jameer Gibbs, we saw uh, step up big uh, in the, the last two and a half minutes there, especially huge. in the past game. Yeah, And he he's had that nice everyone. play where he caught over the middle, broke a tackle, and got out of bounds, too, to save some time as well. Mm-hmm. I think that, that was, was a big great. play. Um, Very. I mean, just all around, all the weapons, even the, the Lions utilizing the run game in the last like drive there, too, was amazing. Yeah. Well, and then, of that course, was like the like great our... capper Was Montgomery scoring a game winning touchdown? Yes. That was just beautiful, poetic justice. (laughs) Yeah. And like,
1: but both those last two drives, it just like looked like our offense suddenly just decided to open up and just have its way. Like, I mean, they made maybe one or two actual stops on us in that whole series. Like, either of those series, like we were just moving the ball to all our guys. Laporta finally woke up, Um, you know, like. Everyone was yeah. getting involved, Gibbs and uh, Montgomery. Like It was just awesome to see how good our offense can be when we really need it. And Goff finally woke up, too.
3: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Was, I think the biggest thing, just Goff, because uh, he looked, I mean, we get into it now, but he looked really just flustered during this game. I don't know if he had a bad night of sleep or what the deal was. Yeah, but, it was um, weird. Um, especially the one where he... Where he Maybe that was good on T.J. Edwards on the interception where he looked to his right. T.J. Edwards then floats to the zone and a uh, to or it was Edwards left. Then then he follows Goff's eyes over the middle. I mean, it was it was a pretty good play on Edwards' part, but I mean, Goff's yeah. got to be better than that and and recognize that too. So. Yeah,
1: Goff threw a couple bad ones. The third one I at first thought was him, but it was just a tip ball at the line. Which I am actually curious, like in their own assessment, where the coaches and like the players. Like, what do they say when something like that happens? Is it just the other team making a player? Like, can the quarterbacks actually, like, actively avoid that? Like, I don't know. To me, it just seems like the defense made a play yeah. on that one.
4: I think the defense of the Bears was well-prepared for us today. And uh, and yeah. early on, their game plan played out really well. We Normally, when, you know, golf seems to have guys open all the time, it seems like you can always find someone. But we weren't – they weren't there. I mean – he was forced to throw a little short throws and we, no one was open. It was, it was tough. They played us tough that game. So, you know, credit to them for coming out with a good game plan. It took us a while to figure it out, but, uh, they did play us tough there for a while. I mean, they got, that's
1: probably the strength of their team. of that defense. I feel like they got some good players there. The, they kept saying they were the number two ranked run defense, but I thought we were, but, uh, I mean, we still ran pretty Three. effectively on them. They're, they got a solid, honestly, looking at that bears team, if they do the right thing, which is load resources into that offensive line next year, I think they're going to be really dangerous. <laughs> but right now, they're just a lesser team. Yeah, I mean,
3: uh, their offense line isn't too bad. I mean, the Lions' pass rush was not really getting home to fields. Uh, yeah, unless were, like, I, I felt like, like, like it was like a covered back type thing, but not that, definitely. That was, felt like, a lot. Like, Hutch, Hutch was losing a lot of one on ones today. It, was, it, it was felt like the same symptoms
1: often. we always see against these mobile quarterbacks, though, where our discipline and the way we try to restrain our players causes our pass rush to sort of lose its teeth a little bit, which it still wasn't as bad as it is against, you know, players like, or like it was against the Seahawks or the Ravens, but like, uh, or even the 49 or the chargers for that matter. But you did see sort of that similar vibe again, where, you know, it's just hard to generate that pass rush when you have to play the run consistently on your way to the passer. And the quarterback is also, a viable runner, uh, and I. But like we still. That all being said, I felt like we got way more consistent pressure than like we did against Seattle or the Ravens. It wasn't super consistent, but like, and maybe uh, Fields isn't the best pocket passer. Like those you're not as good as those guys, but be, I'm just saying I, I don't think it was always easy. But it he got some of those same benefits that seems to be a recipe for beating our pass rush. I just felt because of his skill set.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, I mean we all know the, the Lions and Aaron Glenn have had their issues uh with mobile quarterbacks in his tenure uh, as defense coordinator. Uh you know, it, it does seem tough, to be a strategy. It's tough to I mean there was some in cases like Josh Pascal was there, like he read the run of Vince Fields and the field just <laughs> outmaneuvered. Ran around him. him. So in, in some yeah. cases it's just uh yeah. You know what yeah. I will say. Our, it's a tough guy. He's defense, a tough guy to defend, and the Bears really leaned into the run with him today, except for when it mattered. They did, ironically. But
1: I think yeah. our linebackers actually played a pretty good game today. uh All things considered, there was a lot of plays where like the hole was huge, and Field or someone was running through, and it was either Barnes or Campbell, or and they would just like grab them by the damn belts and we're dragging them down, like. Our linebackers, I think, were stressed out, but did a really good job of limiting a lot of big plays today.
3: Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been yeah, worse. Yeah, I mean, Anzalone, Anzalone, 15 tackles, Camel, 9, Derek Barnes, 8. Uh, I mean, 80, t- 80 total tackles on the team because there's 80 total plays. The Bears ran it off, which is just <laughs> absurd.
1: And that was the thing. All their drives... Like they they had that one big play for a touchdown, but all their drives took a long time, and they only got twenty six points in that game. They had the ball a lot and a only lot. left with twenty six points. Yeah. Forty minutes. I mean, to me, that says something about our defense. We Two sure we weren't airtight. We weren't airtight by any means, but we were frisky. We were gritty. We were you know scrappy we were nippy we were not letting anything go easy we were making them pay when we got a chance i mean hey alim mcneil got his fifth sack of the season that dude is really becoming (laughs) what we thought he would be this year um and of course hutch sealing the deal so beautifully it's awesome
4: alim mcneil on a spin move yeah that was awesome uh (laughs) but uh you're, you're right though about the defense they're playing hard i mean just despite some of their failures in this game and uh, that the extended drives sometimes on penalties, unfortunately, yeah. ticky tack penalties in a couple of cases. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, our defense had no time. Did they ever just let up? They played their asses off, you know, and they were hitting yeah. hard. They were playing hard. So they never, they never slowed down. And if you look I'm at I'm the way to... for that,
1: Sorry sorry yeah i give them credit too like the way they ended this game like you can say it was our defense or our offense ended this game this was like you know the whole script of the game the way things went down yeah did you mention the turnovers they got put behind too uj like all that like oh yeah yeah, that it's been that i think they got put in a lot of tough spots and generally held their own and uh and at the end when we needed it most they got their stops we we caused them to punt and and got our offense the ball back and a chance to win the game and and then sealed the deal to boot. I mean, you know, what a yeah. weird performance. I would say, like, I think it was setting up to really hurt us and, like, our national sort of standing and how people look at us. But we ended it so pretty. Like, those last two drives pretty. were so just masterful in their orchestration. The run pass balance was just yep. brilliant. And and then Hutch ending it on a sack fumble like that for a safety just freaking outstanding! Like to me, like that just a it was like when uh, Clowney did that play against Michigan back in college. Everyone forgets about the rest of how he sucked that game. He made that terrific play, you know, when it mattered. Like this team came out when they mattered. And That's why I just believe in this team. they they do they dig deep and they they do what what it counts when it counts.
4: Yeah, And just to touch on some of Ben Johnson too. Colin plays like and Big Z mentioned earlier, like how we were using run plays. Down the stretch here, and yes, I think I was noticing today, like uh, when Ben Johnson sees an opening for a run, our offense is so good and our line is so good that they don't care what the down is or the distance. Like, so it could be third and six or seven or whatever, and they'll call a run up the middle because the defense dictated it, and our guys are good enough to to do it and and execute it, and that's what they did today down the stretch there. There were some really brilliant plays where you, you wouldn't normally run, you know, your pass, 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 you know, you got to score. And they they would run it up the middle and get a huge gainer, you know. And it's just brilliant play calling and execution the, at the end there.
1: Kind of like you know, a great like, boxer, you know, going high, low, high, low, body head, body head, like you know, keeping them off balance. That's why I think we moved through them just like so easily. It looked great. I
3: know. I love the play call too from Ben Johnson uh, on the G- Jameer J- Gibbs uh, touchdown. Uh, that that was just knowing your personnel, uh, yeah. Good tape study to know like you're, you're just going to get Gibbs one on one with a uh, with the linebackers, and he's going to outrun. Oh my god, to the end zone, <laughs> too- no, no doubt Gibbs about it. it. Uh, I just halfway
4: there, Gibbs. Halfway there, Gibbs was coasting already. Like that's how <laughs> fast that guy is. <laughs> he's so fast. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, too good. It's awesome. Gives us six of six for fifty-nine in the receiving game today. Uh which I love to see. Love to see. You know, yes. you, you
1: still see he he's leaving meat on the bone. That one where he caught the it was a swing pass or screen and he was d- running down the right sideline and he ended up getting like right running right into the guy, and it looked like a pretty nasty hit. Like trick the ball, like through his oh, side. Yes, yes, like and if you watch, if he just goes left, Graham Glasgow mm-hmm. is clearing the way to the end zone and it would have been a score. Like I think he's just going to get better and better as he just gets more comfortable out there and sees the field better. Uh, You know that'll be a good one to learn from and stuff too. Like he's just he's touching the surface barely of what he's capable of. Same with Jamo. This is Jamo's best game yet, I think. You might say. Yeah, because another nice catch
3: too, a tough one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's two of forty-four. That was a thirty-two yard touchdown catch on the one. Uh, They're showing their trust.
1: we need to see that more. Like, I want to see shots to him more consistently. He's too fast to not, at least to scare the defense, you know, just to let him know we, we're able to do this anytime.
3: Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you will. I, uh, goff, goff missed him on another one deep down the left sideline, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: That was just a major under. I think he thought he might stop because he, he had, um, didn't get leverage or something. But then j was too fast and did get leverage. <laughs> like, yeah.
4: That's what it looked like to me. Like He was fairly covered on that one, though, wasn't he? Because
1: if he just sort of stopped and sat down, he would have been an easy catch. Um, but he thought he had his guy beat.
3: Yeah, I, again, yeah. And, and this is a great step in the right direction for J-Mo as a receiver. Um, and yeah, I mean, th- this this the ceiling is obviously just ridiculously high uh, as he keeps getting more yeah. comfortable and more and more
4: comfortable someone had a great um, theory on jamo uh that the they, the lions purposely kept them on you know on them to be suspended for the gambling because they didn't want to come out too soon and uh the rest of the league we get to see too much of them, and they're purposely holding the reins on him now <laughs> until later <laughs> this is like a theory as like <laughs> till, till later in the season you know cuz the no. nfl they won't be ready for it when it happens. <laughs> that it would be so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's going
1: to play out that way, though. <laughs> it
4: uh, might. Yeah, it might.
1: I mean, he's 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 hitting his stride now. I like. I think he's going to become more and more prominent in the game plan. He's too deadly uh, not to.
4: We are just loaded, man. This offense <sighs> is just freaking loaded.
1: And the old line played great down it's the so stretch. Much fun. Just like
4: it is. You know what? I just want to say. Uh, in in a lot of the games we watch in recent memory, I I think the most exciting maybe the most exciting comeback victory I ever saw was the Stafford one when he, his rookie year when he beat Cleveland, you know, got hurt, and and, uh, maybe one of the most exciting comebacks I've ever seen, but I think this might have topped that one. This was
3: really something, man.
4: (laughs) Really something.
3: Well, we need a mic'd up to go with it, too, right? To really cement its history. Yeah. How much... And yet, like,
1: we won and, like, it wasn't even that dramatic. Like, (laughs) it didn't come down to the wire like that. We kneeled it out. Like, (laughs) my heart was beating a million miles an hour. I know. I was pretty (laughs) jacked up, too. But, like, we we handled it in such a convincing way is all. Like, we came back so strong. And it was just awesome.
4: Yeah, I just want to throw something in there, too. You talk about a fitting ending kind of, you know. uh, I'm in Ron St. Brown is just, like, the best player on that field, I think. I think he's just the best player on the field, period, I mean we have a lot of good players too, okay, so on that after the safety, you know, they got a punt back to us, and uh they punted straight up like you know twenty yards on the field
0: oh, <laughs> Aminrod
4: rod catches it with twenty one guys surrounding him, I mean like they were all like and then almond rod's right in the middle of that, and fair K- catches it with i mean everyone was ready to jump on him, you know <laughs> it was so funny, just like a fitting way to end it to me, I don't know. That was kind
3: of cool. Yeah, no, it's w. awesome. What a beast. What a beast. I mean, just so the amount of catches he making, like, low. And the touchdown The touchdown catch was a great uh, oh, throw and catch. So good. It was a good so throw, good. too. Kept it low, like, only where... It reminded
1: me of I Chaz think. in our backyard pickup games back in the day. He'd always catch those damn low balls. i never believe it. <laughs> but He'd somehow haul in it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I mean, just... He's so reliable too, like every third down it just incredible can't stop him. it doesn't matter even if he that's going to him that
1: that deep out for like a third and long conversion early in the game where it just looked so textbook he made it look so easy yeah. uh yeah and it just catches it away from his body i love he, he's so freaking jacked he don't look like a receiver he looks like like a i don't know like a linebacker playing receiver or something <laughs> he's such a freak.
4: How about that yeah, one toward the end that. of the game though and when- off through, and, and there were two guys like it was the tightest window I've maybe ever seen. And 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 uh, Aminrah caught that pass, it was on the second of the last drive, I think, right around midfield. Oh, and then he turned for the it up first time. For like eight and
1: yards he, after that, right? yes. Like, he turns yeah, up yeah. field
4: and gets another eight to ten yards after the catch. The
1: midfield that was like our first play on the comeback, like he got it right out to midfield. It was excellent,
4: yeah. I remember that, the, the, yeah. Tight window, too. I mean, there were two guys just draped on him. And it's just amazing stuff, you know. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to have enough good things to say. I'm in Raj. Just the guy's well, we so learned, good.
1: We know one thing: we're our own worst enemies. <laughs> like,
4: yeah, because uh, yep.
1: that game, we should have won that game, probably walking away. But uh, you know, hey, uh, we we overcame our own gaffes and errors. And I like this uh, kept chugging away.
3: I don't know if you remember, but Justin Fields had that long run on third and uh medium or whatever with six minutes left. He did that oh to the game. left
1: sideline. Oh yeah, they did his
3: dance and stuff after oh, that. Dance, Bears get five yards of next three plays, kick a field goal. Lions go seventy-five yards, touchdown. Bears three plays and out. Lions eleven plays, touchdown. <laughs> Bears twenty negative twenty-five yards on a safety. <laughs> <Looking
4: amazing. laughs> That's even better. Right
3: after the dance, love I love it.
4: it. So did amazing. It. <laughs>
1: yeah it just pissed them off they're like oh god we can't lose this
4: <laughs> oh man that's hey problem. i mean you,
1: uh you guys brought to get off here
3: but yeah go ahead
1: uh one development i wanted to talk about real quick i didn't notice much of his impact but i thought this was cool that rodrigo is now playing fullback and I love the potential of him playing that position because he's also really fast, might even be able to be a nice little surprise
3: runner eventually. Yeah, he's been out there uh, a couple times before. So, I mean, it was... Yeah. He was
1: out there a bunch today, though. I noticed him at least two or three times, and I finally realized he was on the de- offense when I was noticing him because uh, I saw him on, like, an interception replay. I was confused. But, yeah, I That's mean, actually- I'm just saying...
3: Go ahead. That's a that's a great position for like an undersized guy to be in because they get the leverage right in the blocking.
1: Really athletic. Yeah, he's really powerful. And he's fast. He ran like a four or five. Like I could see him getting one of those like pull back up the guts and taking it at the distance. Like you never That'd know like, something like
3: that. That'd be so, so cool. I love it. Just another <laughs> what about it? To weapon. win the Super Bowl, Rodrigo up the middle.
1: That would be. <laughs> that oh, would my be God. Incredible. Not to mention his speed to get out and block on the perimeter for Gibbs and stuff. Right. Like,
3: well, and the other aspect of it too is he's a willing blocker. You gotta be, yeah. Willing oh yeah, to go you gotta lay your body on the line at that position. So,
4: I'll tell you what, we got a bunch of willing guys out there. Uh, I just want to do a shout out to Cam Cam Sutton. I think is just been a great signing for us. He he's very aggressive, good defender, and he he comes up and run support. Uh, he
3: he's tough, man. Tough kid. He's reliable. And he to... He's been a reliable cornerback we've been missing for.
4: A Absolutely. While. Yes. Absolutely.
3: And
1: Branch I thought had a pretty solid day despite the the ticky-tack penalties he drew. Yes. Yeah,
3: he, he had did. his bad penalties, um, but he also was a beast in other respects. Three tackles for loss in this game. Uh, just shooting up this off this off the edge. Yeah, that one where losses. he like caught the running oh, back. Dead that was one rights. of the best. <laughs>
4: that was awesome. He sh- right. flew in there so fast. That was amazing.
1: <laughs> All right, Kool-Aid drinkers. I'm going to sign off. I got to be somewhere. So. All
3: right, right, Doug. All right, Doug. All right, Lions, Doug. baby. Yay. oh, Lion. Woo. And uh, you, Jay, actually, I, I do want to bring up, too. You know, I, uh, and unfortunately, I don't think we'll have the audio for the live stream here. My producer, good is going to add it in for the pod, but uh, I made a bet with some of my bears buddies like these are friends from high school (laughs) uh i've i've heard shit for years about the lions etc i've lost a a fair share of my bets but today i made a bet um it wasn't two ways (laughs) the bears won they could come on here and talk trash about the lions or praise the bears um or at the lions one they had to come on here and say how they're like the greatest team of all time uh so the lions won (laughs) uh yeah a little bit um but here's a, a, a few audio clips uh my uh, my friends.
2: Wow! 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 Coming to you
1: live from Rome, but right now it's Sadness Alley. What a disappointing performance from the Bears. This video is not about the Bears, though. Big congratulations to Big Z, to Detroit fans everywhere. Dan Campbell, that was a hell of a
3: win. And your great team having a great season. You get miracle wins like this, and you get them because you stay in games long until the end. You play 60 minutes, unlike our beloved Bears. I'm excited to see what the Lions can do. Uh, they've
1: shown over and over that they can win in a million ways, despite not getting a great performance from their quarterback. They pulled it out today when they needed to most, and I really can't say anything more than just uh, how impressive they were and how they've been. And um, Congratulations, Big Blue. You guys deserve it. You guys have
2: worked for it, so good on you. Congratulations. Over and out. Zook, this was a fitting game for the passing of the torch. The same old Lions officially bestowed their old unofficial moniker upon the new same old Bears. The Lions and Dan Campbell showed what they were made of today, and then in a the game of inches, they'll fight for every last inch let their lives depend on it. Dan Campbell has instilled a culture in this team that the game isn't over until it's over, and I am insanely jealous that you get to enjoy the fruits of your decades-long labor while I am still trying to crunch the numbers to see how that loss was possible. Big Z, UJ, Rod Dog, this makes three in a row for the Lions, and I believe that is good enough to mean it's a trend. I've talked my share of trash over the past two years, and I'm enjoying my humble pie tonight. February will be bittersweet, when I can say that the Bears came down to the final minutes with the Super Bowl champion, Detroit Lions. But for now, congratulations on being a complete team for all 60 minutes. We'll see you again in three weeks.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
3: finally oh, yeah. allowing allowing them to see the light like america to see the light <laughs> with the lions this year uh i think i mentioned it but man i love the that scream locker room that uh oh, dan campbell had. i mean this team is just how can you hate this team i just don't understand how anybody can hate this team it's such a likable team yeah. um i mean these are all just football guys uh through and through i think that's what makes it so great that's why you know should they have made a move at the trade deadline, uh. No, debatable for a pass rusher or something like yeah. that but they were so keen on keeping what this locker room is all about this this culture that they've built um that yeah. if the right guy wasn't available at the right price they were not gonna do it. and then and, and they stood and they stood pat um yeah but i mean just <laughs> go watch the clip uh yeah. it's on the lions twitter account of uh, the post Post game locker room speech from Campbell. It's a lot of fun. I mean, everything about this game was fun. Now that they won,
4: now that they won, (laughs) won, yeah, they lost
3: a different (laughs) tune. But winning cures all.
4: And and I got to admit, as a you know, been a a Lions fan for as long as I've been, you know, some of those old feelings started sinking in toward the end of the game. You know, I was getting depressed and all that. (laughs) And then, of course, they came back and won. But uh, Campbell has a unique ability to. Put trust in his players, but any and he gives them a different perspective of things. Like when things are down, like he goes to his he goes to the defense, and, the, and he always this is your chance to be a hero, man. These are the moments we live for: coming back, making a big play, and, and this is what he puts in their head. You know, it's not like uh you know, it's down and dour and everything's bad. No, he puts these ideas in their head that they can suddenly become a hero, and they do. I mean, like they're never out of it. You know, he he just puts the right thoughts in their head and he he's got them uh it's hard it's hard to explain i'm not doing it well but uh he's got them thinking the right way and they never give up they just fight to the end Definitely. and it's just so much fun to watch
3: <laughs> it's an absolute blast um and uh you know the uh, one i was gonna mention something here uh was it? Oh, yeah. The last time the Lions were 8-2. Who was president, UJ? Who was president the last time the Lions were 8-2? It was
4: either uh, John F. Kennedy or Lyndon B. Johnson. It was
3: 1962. So. Right. Yes, JFK. JFK. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: um. Oh, baby. <laughs> so it's been a bit. It's been a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I mean, that just speaks to how historic this season is for Lions. Uh, a team that's number one in the NFC North. Um, the Vikings are playing right now. They're They're the closest team to the Lions in the division. Um at their six and four. I'm rooting for the Broncos tonight from a betting perspective, but also from a team perspective. Um it's ten to six right now, going in a half time, it appears. Um but so if the if the Vikings lose this game, the Lions have a three game lead on the division. The Packers won today. Uh, I don't know what that means. But uh and then the Lions and that and the Lions had the Packers on Thanksgiving, which we'll uh, get to later this week previewing that game. But um Yeah. Uh, it's great. And so, I mean, as far as the standings, too, uh, the Eagles still play tomorrow night. So if they lose that game, the Lions will be first. And then the Eagles are actually underdogs in that game. Um, So it's very, <laughs> very possible. Um, so at 82, the 49ers won today. They're at 7-3. Seven, seven they're the three seed right now. Uh, the Cowboys are at 7-3, but they're the five seed because the Eagles and them are in the same division, which is kind of goofy. I feel like if you're, so yeah. like the Saints are 5-5, five and five, UJ. And like the Falcons are four and six, the Buccaneers are four and six. One of those teams going to make the playoffs. (laughs) I agree. You know, like they wouldn't make it if they were in any other division. Um, I feel like you have to, you have to be above 500 to qualify for that. There should be some rule for being like terrible, but winning their division. Yeah. Well,
4: so if they, if they win the division, that puts them seeded seed wise ahead of like the Cowboys who have a better record, but are second in the division. Well, I mean, they could easily change that. Uh, you know maybe you still make the playoffs by winning your division but you're you're dropped to a lower tier you know and when a yeah, team you is, get a home
3: playoff game that's agree, silly.
4: agree i agree but uh hey um, the way it is
3: yeah i mean it's, it's benefiting <laughs> the lions uh um but if the eagles lose uh well actually no the eagles still sorry the eagles are the better conference record so i apologize but the seahawks lost today which i think is important because uh They have the tiebreaker over the Lions, but now the Seahawks fall to six and four um, after their loss to LA. Um, Mm. And the Lions have the second best record in the NFL right now, behind the Chiefs. Well, that
4: is phenomenal.
3: Eagles and well, (laughs) maybe tied for the second with if the Chiefs win tomorrow.
4: Ten games into the season, we have the second best record in the NFL.
3: Isn't it crazy? Amazing. Seven games to go. (laughs) Seven games to go for the Lions, and that includes Thanksgiving. where I believe the Lions are like seven point favorites again on Thanksgiving, uh, which makes sense because the Lions smoked Green Bay and Green Bay. Yeah. Um, this is the Lions remaining schedule, though, at home against Green Bay on Thanksgiving. Uh, consider it a little mini buy when you have the Thursday game because uh, they are at New Orleans on December 3rd, at Bears again, December 10th. Mm. That will not be easy, nope. <laughs> obviously, especially Goff in the there. cold. Uh, he's always iffy. Um, He was pretty good
4: last year against Green Bay in the cold.
3: (sighs) Yes, he was. Well, he was good enough. He was good enough. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Then Broncos, uh, who are turning around their season. That is not easy, but that's at home in Detroit. Then two on the road, back-to-back, Vikings and Cowboys. And then um, home against the Vikings end the season. So hopefully that's not for the division. Hopefully it's wrapped up by then. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The Vikings have been playing pretty well, so um yeah. they're gonna make it interesting down the stretch i believe it's not gonna be a gimme no it's not um but other things about this game uh uj at least, uh, anything that concerns you about the lines moving forward in terms of like our team's gonna see what the bears did defensively against the Lions' offense and use that going because uh, the zone Kind of messed up golf uh, there for a while today. I don't know if it did. Is him having did. an off day or he just had a tough time reading? But uh,
4: probably a little of both. Go. And of course, if they had success, other teams are going to look at what they did. You know, it goes without saying. But uh, right. but uh, but we'll adjust too. And you know, Ben Johnson's. Uh, I he's I. I consider him up there genius level, uh play caller right now. So, uh, Oh yeah. It's, he's I think,
3: yeah. <laughs> unless the lions like shell out record setting money for an assistant coach, he's going to be gone. <laughs> yeah.
4: Unfortunately.
3: Ah, uh, but man, does he want to leave? Like he's got a good thing going, you know? I mean, this is why he stayed right. Because he wanted to, uh,
4: but maybe we do the- give him record setting money for at least one year. Come on. Maybe.
3: Ah, uh, that'd be awesome. I don't man. know. <laughs> Why not there's such, such a good thing going that I know i know you don't want to ruin it because he is um it, it it's a joy to watch i mean the other one that i forgot to mention too that i want uh i wanted to mention is the the play call uh the on uh, the was it was it fourth down that they executed right before the jameer Gibbs or was it third uh, down uh i I'm, I'm talking about like that shovel toss pass thing oh. on Ross rossain brown over yes. the middle? Ah, what down? That was... It was, it was right before I want to the say there was... Touchdown.
4: I want to uh, say that was third down. Because
3: he got down to, the, what, the one-yard okay, line or whatever? Yeah. Right. Uh, here, I'm going to look it up here. It's going to take me a moment. But either way, I love the play call. Uh, yeah. Ben Johnson typically has a great... I mean, red zone play calling is tough in the NFL. The red zone is the toughest thing in the <laughs> NFL super for tough. an offense. That a be done. Um usually what separates like the great offenses with like the mediocre ones. Um, especially in the NFL. Just there's too, so many big guys. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to find the right right spot to put the ball. But um not that one. Nope, nope, no, oh I'm I'm going the wrong way here. Hold on.
2: Uh
3: <laughs> touchdown. Uh yeah. oh, it was you're right. Yep, third and five. You're right. It was third and Okay. Five. I don't know why I thought it was worth them, But either way, um, qualifies as a pass from Goff to the same Brown. Right. But uh, that, that's kind of what it was kind of like a slight spin on what you see the Chiefs run on their goal line. Ben Jotson loves to steal plays, by the way. He's not afraid to. He does. I mean, you see it all throughout the league, but he's really good at uh stealing plays. I mean, because they ran, uh, I, I believe they ran Montgomery out of the uh, Wildcat today too. For <laughs> they did, for yes. Yards. I'm they glad you mentioned him. that. I'm glad they you mentioned they stole that from his uh, days as a Bears running back. And that yeah. that goes back to to Ben Johnson. Um, he he asked the players like draw a place for him and ask him what he what they like and what they want to. And then I mean, it's it's his job to determine if he wants to include any right. of them. But he at least he gives them an opportunity. Um and players love that, and that's part of like that kind of sure. players, coach, coaches, players, coach culture they kind of got going on here. And it's really funny because Ben Johnson's the only one that isn't a former player. So,
4: <laughs> yeah, although he was a pretty good college player from all accounts, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny though. But no, he's just he's just so cerebral about the game, and absolutely, and and and, and some of the plays, you know. They, maybe as a casual fan gets frustrated and like why did he do that you know it's it's setting something up later you know there's always an ulterior motive for what he does you know <laughs> like sometimes it's a formation or a, you know so you so you run a play with this formation and this you know guy in motion or whatever and it goes for no yards but that's only to set up one f- for later out of the same formation to do something totally different and he he's just brilliant at that just just amazingly the way he sets plays up
3: I would pay good money to like just see how they communicate throughout the entire game, even in the in halftime and their adjustments and things of that nature. Uh, I would just love to know their thought process for these, play, how they get the, plays yeah. in, how they decide. I mean, it's up to Goffy, audibles and stuff like that too. Um, but it, it's, it's a joy to watch another over yeah, 20 point game from the lions. Uh, this is, a, this is a solid bears defense. Uh, like it is. Um, Defense has not been their problem lately. It's the shaky offense at times. Um, but, I mean, the Bears are not... It's tough. I, I hope Iber stays around because I don't think he's a great coach. <laughs> um, I agree with you on that. And he, they have not improved as far as wins in his time there. Uh, I feel like you have to show some improvement at some point. Um, but they do have, like, decent pieces to turn it around quickly they do they do
4: if they improve on that offensive line and and who knows you know uh fields is not his quarterback you know he inherited him and they got some really high draft picks this year really high who knows what's going
3: to happen yeah carolina lost again they got smoked yep Um, and then cj stroud looks like a potential mvp candidate so i mean I don't I don't know how the Panthers screwed up that pick so badly. I, 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 don't I don't either. I had Stroud ranked higher. Uh I can't remember what you had, UJ. Did you have Stroud ranked higher? I had Stroud.
4: Again? Absolutely. Damn. Just because he's more NFL prototypical. He's 6'3, great arm, pocket passer. You know, he can be elusive when he wants to.
3: Uh, right. There's a reason these uh um, I mean Kyler Murray is small. Like Bryce Young is small, but Kyler Murray has like super freak athlete abilities to him that kind of justify at least drafting him that high. yeah Bryce young does not have that same athletic ability um no i i'm he might be a good quarterback still i mean he i think he has a terrible coach too uh there's a reason frank reich did not win as an <laughs> indianapolis coach uh and he might be fired sure. after one year here in carolina too um that's what the reports are saying today that he he could have probably be gone by the end of the year.
4: Well, but, if I were Carolina, I'd fire him and the GM, too.
3: Yeah, I, I can't remember if this is a new GM, like, if he's had one year. but I mean, he did pick Bryce Young, so. Uh, well, that's the but, kind
4: of picks that get you fired
3: or yeah, get you for yeah, money. Can't no. the number one overall pick. You blew that one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> um, it's funny, actually. The uh, Goff and Stafford both had fourth quarter game-winning drives today so
4: yeah yeah stafford was the master of it and and golf is very capable too (laughs) so
3: yeah i mean we haven't seen a golf too much but we we haven't really had to yeah like the lines have won a lot of double-digit games comfortably so yeah (laughs) um so it was good to see i mean i think that's important too especially like it's great experience for the playoffs because you know the NFL loves close games. The NFL, oh yeah, absolutely. The game is designed, especially with the rules now, to be close. <laughs> so
4: no, um, but you're right though. You know it's it, nice. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. good to see us win games in different types of ways. You know, uh, like okay, we had a com- we had to win on a comeback one. We had to win with all offense last week, no defense. We had to. We can win any way we have to. That's so important uh, to me. Definitely.
3: So, and I want to give a huge shout out to Lions fans, UJ, because that place was so yeah. loud and it just gets me. I am literally right now. I got chills going down my spine thinking about the playoff game, uh, uh, assuming that we have a home playoff game and how raucous that crowd is. Gonna, I mean, it's been 30 years. Oh, my God. The waiting. The waiting. Uh, and man, it, I just can't wait to see that.
4: I know it's going to be fantastic.
3: Oh man. Oh. Um you know if the lo- uh, you know this is fun. I think it's a little fun to do. But it's the season end today, UJ. You knew who the Lions would host at home in the playoffs?
4: No, I do not.
3: The Seahawks. <laughs> oh, that would figure. <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of our nemesis. Eric Glenn's kryptonite. Yeah, kind of. Oh my god. Um uh, and they have a I mean, after that it's the Packers are the eighth seed right now at four and six uh you know that's in, wait is are you AFC serious play?
4: about that the packers
3: i are am like yeah i mean so right now the top seven teams have a two-game lead on well besides saints that's in their own division but the other six um wow it, it's not it, it yeah uh, it's not a tight race by any means but meanwhile like the afc has like One, two, three, four, five, six, like seven teams within a game of each other for the seven. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Slightly different there. Oh boy. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the the other guy I wanted to mention really quick, I thought, you know, I didn't really know him before today, honestly. Uh, I kind of stuck into the radar too. I don't know if we've mentioned him on this podcast at all. Um, but a guy that I thought stepped up today, I, I, on, I'm i trying to get off the page. I got to make sure I pronounce his name right. Uh, oh, I think I know. The D tackle about. that they signed from Bohana. Bohana. Bohanna, From the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. A couple packs, one for loss, uh, but just another nice rotational piece. You, you seem to really fit in. The Lions clearly are not happy right now with uh, Broderick Martin, or at least they're not satisfied, I should say, with right. his ability to compete for the you know for this team right now now that's not saying they won't develop him in the future but he does not seem to Roger martin barring major injuries does not seem to be a factor uh for this team for this season um true so i mean so it'll be interesting you know you got to look at the long-term picture is is he just was the third round pick where they traded up for him justifiable uh i mean time well, it remains to be seen, but training up for a guy yeah. that isn't playing at all this year is uh, interesting. Not that I'm like, har- harping on Brad Holmes too much, obviously, because he's built an amazing roster. Uh, I fun. did question that pick yeah, at the time
4: because
3: I watched his films,
4: Martin's films, and he just seems mm-hmm. so slow in plotting. I mean, he's a huge guy, and obviously, even.
3: Oh, my just God, a, I'm a Bohanna, monster. though. This guy is a monster.
4: Yeah, that shocked <laughs> me. I go, he makes a big tackle for a loss. I go, who is that guy? I didn't even know he was on
3: the team. Bo <laughs> oh, Hannon. but yeah, yeah, six four, three thirty. If... And his uh, his roster pick, UJ, is like this.
2: <laughs> he looks <laughs> he, he looks
3: pissed off in his roster picture. I like um, that pissed off. Yeah. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a great. Uh, hold on, let, let me see if I can. Uh, I, can I think I can share my screen here. Just so you see really quickly, UJ. Uh, yep, right here. Can you see my screen right here with Quinn and Bohanna? If you're on YouTube, you can see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, oh my God! Bohanna's look at that. Cross-
4: <laughs> <laughs> he needs. A, he needs a number there. You know, like a convict number there. But uh,
3: yeah, he looks angry. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's exactly what you want, right up the middle there. Um,
4: Absolutely.
3: So, I and I think it helped in a run game to a degree today uh, because I mean, most of the damage for fields is on the outside, outside the tackles. So. Yes. Um, yeah. But you know, UJ, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, the way I thought this podcast was going to go uh, with five minutes remaining in this game compared to our, my never ending yes. smile on this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It went two completely different directions. Uh, and you I get that right. I've never been happier. Right. I'm gonna sleep great tonight. Uh, I'm I'm just so psyched. And we and we and we got like three days to turn this around or four days to turn this around for Thanksgiving. So I know. I know. Uh, and this is Campbell's third Thanksgiving game, right? And they, they gave the Buffalo Bills a hell of a game last year. I mean, considering the talent levels of our team still at that time, um yeah. that was right when they were turning things around tough beat at the end uh, they give up a big play and set like a wrong field goal for the bills and they nailed it um i'm trying to think what, what happened his first year as the thanksgiving coach i don't think he won <laughs> yeah i don't think so either um yeah, they but... i'm looking it up right now so yeah, he, he's that... due uh, campbell's due for a win on thanksgiving is yeah what i'm trying to get at well, you know what?
4: The every team at this um, point now is, is going to give us their best shot. You know, we're we're the top dogs at the moment in our division, so you're going to see it. everyone throwing throwing their best at us. You know, so and and we got to be ready for it. That's all. You know, and and I think Campbell's got these um, guys' minds
3: right. I remember this game. Now it was sixteen to fourteen, loss to the Bears.
4: Oh yeah, um,
3: and Campbell had some. It was a good learning game for Campbell, UJ, because uh, he—I uh, don't think he quite managed the clock well at the end of that game. But now Campbell is the best coach at managing the clock in the NFL. He has the highest like uh, points added for coaching decisions. Uh, Isn't that right something? Here. It's crazy, <laughs> and it, 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 it's funny. He's like the—you know—on the outside, he looks like the biggest meathead of all the coaches in the NFL, right. and he's the most cerebral. It's phenomenal.
4: He is, absolutely. He doesn't get near the credit he should. And oh. and you see him on the sidelines. You know, he, he doesn't react a lot I things that they're mm-hmm. they're very cool-headed, you know, during a game and when things are right. going on him and Ben Johnson. I don't see him and uh and AG uh, together a lot uh on the sidelines. But I see him and Ben together a lot on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, uh, sure. But they never they seem the to lose lose are cool.
3: We do give Ben Johnson a lot of credit, but you get... I mean, Campbell is heavily involved in the yes. offensive play calling. Like, at least the the prep. I'm not sure about the in-game stuff, uh, but definitely adjustments and anything of that nature. Campbell definitely has his uh, has his hand in the scheming on the offensive side. Uh, and I think he lets Aaron Warren sure. do his own thing on defense. That is the perception. We don't know for sure.
4: Yeah. Well, if you remember, uh, when when they fired Anthony Lynn... Yep. Uh, and, and Campbell came in and took over the play calling. We, we got like a hundred percent better immediately with Campbell calling the plays, mm-hmm. And then he slowly ceded the play calling over to Ben Johnson after making him a coordinator. And, uh, well, obviously Ben Johnson was completely up to the task, but, uh, Campbell's no slouch either. I think if Campbell had to go in there and call a game, if Ben Johnson got sick with the flu or something, couldn't come in, <laughs> I think, yeah. uh, I think Campbell can
3: go in there and call a hell of a game. So, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at 2021 too. UJ, I forgot that the Lions lost to Seattle that year too, 51 to 29. So they've given up 51, 43, and 34 to them in back-to-back-to-back years. So I feel like this is headed towards a Lions Seahawks <laughs> postseason game in a lot of ways. Well, maybe like that's the Lions the... <laughs> can't move forward until they get over the proverbial hump. Yeah, that is maybe that's
4: our hump, man. Maybe
3: that's our hump to get over is the Seattle. You know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, but man, UJ, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. But just what a great victory! Uh, what a beautiful night! Great day for a victory, November Ah, 19th. We'll remember that for a while. Um, So good, it's uh, it's a great night to be a Lions fan. Thank you to all Lions fans that were in attendance today and help get the team over the edge to victory um i heard there's restlessness in the crowd with the offensive performance (laughs) through most of that game um but you know the the patience and your fandom was rewarded with a epic victory go look up the campbell speech in the locker room yeah so good so good (laughs) a great one um so just little notes We'll, we'll probably in a day or two have uh our preview episode for the thanksgiving game up we probably won't have a live stream on thanksgiving uh unfortunately because uh, a we don't think a lot of people watch and b uh we won't be available to do so <laughs> so uh, <laughs> maybe we'll have one like on the friday or the saturday after it'll be up in, in time for you to react uh we'll, we'll do our best we don't have a planned date unfortunately that we're still scheduling that one out but just be on the lookout for it uh because we're Expecting another big Lions victory this time on Thanksgiving. Ooh, yeah. The turkey's gonna go down extra smooth, but we'll we'll talk, we'll preview that one later this week. Um, thank you, to everybody, that was watching on YouTube. If you are not and you're listening on podcasts and you want to subscribe for future live streams or any other videos, that's at DTBK. That's at DTBK. Um, on YouTube, search it or just type in drinking a blue Kool Aid. Uh, Instagram at drinking a blue Kool Aid, Twitter slash X at drinking lions follow us on there uh let us know your thoughts about this big victory oh yeah <laughs> uh that we're so pumped about over here um <laughs> thank you to sideline report.com for sponsoring the podcast really appreciate that um and thank you to our producer kid J. kid J. kid J. kid jay crushed it <laughs> And his Rams As uh, also won today. So congratulations. Good day uh, on that. And that's about it. Otherwise, just thank you, Lions fans. Thank you, listeners. Uh, we greatly appreciate you tuning in, Love celebrating this big victory with us. And we'll be back. Oh, yeah, suit. Thank you, Kid J. Um, Our email. If you have anything you want to email us, a message that you want us to respond to, a question or uh, a voicemail you want us to play on the air, that's drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail.com. And thank you also to my Bears fans, buddies, uh, for swallowing their pride, uh, <laughs> following through on their bets, and praising how great this Detroit Lions team is. This Are you year. saying Bears fans swallow? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I just...
4: <laughs> oh, I couldn't do it.
3: Sorry. <laughs> Uh, on that uh, note, yeah. on that note, yes, thank you, Jay. <laughs> uh, thank everybody for listening. Again, we'll be back later this week previewing the game against Green Bay on uh, Thanksgiving. And last but not least, as always, go, go,
2: Lions!
3: Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when and the blue and silver wave Stand and cheer the brave Rock, rock, rock Go hard, win, win the game win With the honor, game. you will keep your, keep your fame
1: Down the field and gain lion's victory.
2: victory Go! Go.